Blog Talk Radio. Hi, and thanks for listening to the Burke Allen Show on the Blog Talk Radio Network. A number to call if you'd like to be a part of the program today, 646-668-2634. That's 646-668-2634. And thanks for listening wherever you are listening all over the world today, whether during a live audio stream or later as a podcast. Um, what if I told you that I'm talking today to an author who foreshadowed an awful lot of specific things that have already been in play in the first weeks of the Trump presidency. Now, he's not a clairvoyant. He's a fiction author, and he wrote a trilogy of books called Fire War. The author is T.T. Michaels, and and, and T.T., Todd, if you will, has has laid out some things that are just amazing in, in these books that were written way before uh, even the candidacy of Donald Trump were, were bandied about, including closing the borders, opening up the oil pipelines, mass travel bans, uh, putting America first, that sort of make America great again thing that you hear an awful lot. And T.T. Uh, Michael says he has no idea that uh, fire war would potentially hit so close to home for so many when he wrote it some time ago. Pretty amazing stuff. And we welcome um, fiction author who's turning out to be somewhat prophetic, T.T. Uh, Michael, author of the Fire War Trilogy, the Burke Allen Show. Hey there, congratulations on the success of the book, and you must watch TV now, um, you know, C-SPAN and, and such, and and wonder what in the world has happened uh, and, and how you figured this out ahead of time. It must just make your head spin, huh? Well, thanks. first of all, thanks for having me on the show, Burke. And, yeah, it does have my hand spinning a little bit because I never would have thought that uh, half the stuff would have happened. And it was supposed to be fiction. I even created a hashtag called uh, Let's Keep This Fiction for my books because I really don't want all of it to happen. <laughs> but uh, it was kind of interesting just to watch. When Donald Trump announced his presidency, I had just finished the first book in the trilogy, and it was going to be published a few months later. And the fact that he started talking about the exact stuff that I had already written about and then, he's, then when he gets elected, I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to happen. And now I've got people telling me that, how did you know this was going to happen? I said, I, honestly, truly, I'm an American citizen, and I pay attention to what's happening in the world. And a lot of people in the world want certain things to happen. And be careful what you wish for. You might just get it. Our guest is T.T. Michael. It's the Fire War Trilogy. And, and we should say right up front uh, that, that you are not – a Washington, D.C. insider, you're a guy from the Midwest who writes fiction novels. You have no inside knowledge of anything, right? I really have no inside knowledge of anything at all. I'm actually a finance manager at a car dealership full-time, and I just started writing this book. (laughs) (laughs) I just started writing this book for fun because I, I wanted to see how it would play out in my mind and then put it on paper. And truthfully, the ending of the first, second, and third books are all different from what I originally had planned for the endings to be because it just took on a life of its own. And if you want to check these books out, by the way, the, the website is 
firewarbooks.com. That's firewarbooks.com. Um, and, and Fire War is about this guy, uh, Anthony uh, Jackson. He's a sharpshooter and he's a, a family guy, devoted dad. And he winds up uh, going from being a military guy to holding a position on the president's staff. And in your book, uh, President is President Myers. And, and for our listeners who haven't read the books yet, tell me about similarities and differences from President Myers in your book and, and President Trump. Well, the similarities are there because, like I said, he opened up a pipeline from Canada to America. The whole premise of the book is America shuts the borders down after a terrorist attack, and actually it puts America first, meaning he brings all the troops back. And then when he brings all the troops back, he says to the rest of the world, I'm not being the world police anymore. This is not my job. This is not my country's job. My job is to protect my people and my people alone. Let them fend for themselves against the new terrorist group that I created called Harik Jihad, which actually translates into fire war. And that's where I came up with the name of the book. I had a friend of mine help me translate it. And it's just President Myers is very America-oriented, which it sounds like Donald Trump is. He is driven to make America great again or, again, put America first. The dissimilarities, I'm hoping, are going to still be there in a few years. Uh, President Myers is really just about President Myers. He puts people in place that are yes men to him and wants him to be everything just for him. And it didn't start out that way, but it turned into that as the book went along. Fire War, by the way, is a reader's favorite five-star award winner, and uh, it's selling like hotcakes, along with a lot of other uh, dystopian books, books like 1984 by George Orwell and there's a, another book called The Handmaid's Tale by Margaret Atwood, Brave New World, the Huxley book, uh, Bradbury's Fahrenheit 451. Um, and there was even a book called It Can't Happen Here that came out uh, for the first time back in 1935. That thing went back into the top 10 a couple of weekends ago. And the publisher for 1984 uh, can't keep up with demand. They're having to print more copies. The thing is, is showing up as, as sold out on, on Amazon. Uh, what is it about books like your book, Fire War, and these other books that, that are generating the interest? Do you think it's people that, that, uh, that want to take their minds off of what's happening uh, in Washington? Or are people sort of combing through books like yours looking for clues as to what might actually happen? What do you think is going on there? I think people are reading it because they want to see what could possibly happen. I'll be straight with you. I never read 1984. And uh, it's, I'm actually going to be ordering it soon because people have compared my book to it. And even right now, if you drive down the street, you'll see cameras on the street corners. You'll see cameras everywhere you go. How much is Big Brother actually watching? There's actually a TV show that came out this year called Hunted where they had 18 people go out. And they're actually able to find these people real fast just because of the cameras are everywhere, whether your cell phone, your your uh, street corner cameras, everything is there. And that kind of plays out into the fear of the people. And that's what I put into fire wars because there's a fear of the people. They would rather be safe than to be, I guess, have the liberties that we have today. They'd rather have a safety feeling as opposed to that. And that's one thing that I put in a lot of my quotes is uh, Benjamin Franklin actually said, those that give up liberty in the name of safety should have neither and deserve or should have will not have either and deserve neither or something like that. I can't remember the exact quote, but he basically said that and it makes, it rings true. 
It's uh, it is a, a time unprecedented in American history, and uh, we're talking, by the way, with author T.T. Michael. His book is Fire War. It's actually there's a trilogy of these Fire War books, dystopian novels, thrillers, sort of these political thrillers, but a whole bunch of stuff that he wrote about way before the Trump presidency is sort of playing itself out. And uh, we just talked about 1984 by George Orwell. You know, that book came out decades ago. It, it made it back into uh, into uh, the number one spot and sold so many copies that. The publisher ran out of stock, and, and uh, Penguin Books rushing to print more uh, to meet the demand. So for you, it's got to be something of a double-edged sword. And correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but there's got to be a part of you that says, man, I would love to have some of that rub off on me and for you know my book to, to sell a bajillion copies, like all these other dystopian books that are vaulting back into the top five, the top ten, the top 20. And there's got to be another part of you somewhere deep down that goes, man, I hope this stuff that I made up in my head to make it an interesting page turner doesn't really play out. So what say you to that? What's the juxtaposition? Where do you (laughs) fall on all that? Well, I would love to have the book sales, but again, uh, with the hashtag I created of let's keep this fiction, I really don't want this stuff to happen. Uh, Some of the stuff, I I did not vote for Donald Trump. Uh, I actually voted for Gary Johnson, but – some of the stuff that Trump is doing, I'm actually a believer in because, again, as an American citizen, I watch things happen that shouldn't be happening, and he's trying to prevent you know, the illegal immigration. I love immigrants. I love immigration when they do it properly. Everything like that is great, and that's how this country was founded is on immigration. You know, Give us our poor. Give us, give us your poor, your weak, all that stuff. That's what it's based on. But – Again, President Myers literally shuts down every border. Even American citizens can't come in and out, which sounds an awful lot like a travel ban that just happened a couple weeks ago. These people were immigrants to the country and actually had green cards and couldn't come back because of where they're coming from. So it's watching it play out. I'm actually sometimes afraid to turn on the news to see, oh, my gosh, if that actually happens, are they going to actually put it on TV? And I'm going to be like, oh, God, I wrote about that. (laughs) Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's it's like having the the kid's story, the magic eight ball, and you're like our magic eight ball right now. T.T. <laughs> Michael is our guest today. He's the author of these Fire War trilogy books, uh, and you can find out more about them if you want to check it out at firewarbooks.com. That's firewarbooks.com. Now, you've written, you know, other types of books, uh, these dystopian uh, political thrillers, though, did you sit down when you started to write these to make a political statement to talk about ideology or did you write down to just write, you know, a damn good book that was a fun read? I sat down to write a darn good book that was just fun to read. And it was fun to write too, because my wife is my first critic and she reads everything after I write it. And she actually sat back after the first book and said, Oh my, I hope this does not happen for any of it because she is a definite Donald Trump hater. <laughs> right. And right, right. Now, and then, when he, then when he got elected, she looked at me and she goes, This is going to happen, isn't it? I said, I hope not. And we just sat there and we, we've had some pretty heated discussions before. We've actually, we're trying to do uh, the non political talk conversation because it gets heated. Because sometimes, like I said, I do agree with him. Sometimes I don't. Most of the time, she don't sure. at all. So <laughs> it's, I sat down and wanted to write something that was fun to read, but at the same time was, I thought it was going to be over the top fiction where people go, Oh, right. this could never happen. And even one of my Amazon reviewers actually put, this could never happen. I really, I've never responded to a reviewer before. I really want to respond and go, are you sure? <laughs> because 
I've got four <laughs> things in my book that says it has happened already. And, and let's tick through those four things. Um, T.T. Michael is our guest. He's the writer of the Fire War Trilogy at firewarbooks.com. Uh, number one, closing the borders. Now, in, in the Fire War Trilogy, um, your guy, President Myers, actually does something a little different. He makes it, if I have this correct, he makes it all sort of one country. Canada, Mexico, United States is all one thing, but it's all shut off outside that. Do I have that correct? That is correct. The uh, terrorist attack happened in 20, 2051, and they attacked America and Canada, at which point they decided, you know what, we're going to be better and stronger as a, as a one country. So they joined. And then 25 years later, they get Mexico to join so they can shut down the borders completely and leave it as just the United Continental States of America. And when they did that, they shut off the rest of the world. They didn't import anything anymore. They didn't export anything anymore. It was just, here we are. That's us. Leave us alone. So total closing the borders, you nailed that one, uh, uh, or at least uh, you know that's something that's bandied about today in the news every day. Uh, opening the oil pipeline, the difference between what's happening with that today and what happens in your book. Well, the biggest difference is that it's because it's Canada and America. They actually made the one country. It's an oil pipeline that is benefiting both countries as far as profits and everything else. That actually, uh, the oil pipeline was written on page eight of the first book. That's how specific it was. And then we get into the closing the borders is actually just on page 62. And then even on page 100, I talk more about, you know, America being first and shutting the borders and bringing the troops back and being no longer the world police. And again, you started writing these books way before he was elected. It took me about a year to write the first book. So I had not only way before he was elected, I had it before he was even thinking about running. I had the first book completed and at the editor's. And then when he came and actually started running, I'm like, okay, he's saying some stuff that I, I see and I agree with. I do like the, the America first thing and keep America great or make America great again. I like that because we are what everybody looks to when it comes in times of trouble. And I like that we are the country that we are with the freedoms we have and the liberties we have. And in my book, I take them away just little by little. And people are okay with it because they're safe and they're secure and the financial security is there and everybody's happy and everything is good, but you don't, you don't see what happens behind the scenes. So the, the putting America first is the way you identified it in the book and, you know, make America great again is what's happening in the real world. That's the third one. The fourth one, and this is the one that blew my mind, the mass travel ban that you talked about in the book and, of course, you know, we have this, this enormous controversy with the travel bans for those seven Muslim-majority countries. How did that idea come to you? That idea came to me because, oh, look what happened on 9-11. That was immigrants that were here on student visas, et cetera, that caused the Twin Towers to collapse. It was done properly, but at the same time, apparently they weren't vetted. So I figured if, if my country is going to be completely shut down, fine, we're going to shut it all down. You can't come in here and we can't go out there. That way, everybody that's in here, that's it. If they're here, they're U.S. citizens, they're U.S. United Continental States of America citizens, and the people that were controlling evil overseas isn't going to come in here because in one of the scenes, I actually talk about a private boat that got too close to the American border and a Navy ship sank it because they were too close. They warned them. They didn't go back. They sank it. It was just a private party boat in the book. And that's, that's my fear that something like that's going to happen. 
because of these, this travel ban is good but bad. You can't protect everything from everybody, and you can't protect this country from people coming into it because, again, that's how we were founded. So we got to make it illegal, and when I wrote about it, I wanted to make it the extreme, and I think I took it to the extreme, and all of a sudden that extreme is happening, but thank God the appellate courts have stopped that extreme from happening. <laughs> You know, this book is generating a ton of talk. Fire War is the book. Um, it was written well before uh, President Trump was even considering a run publicly. And it's written by author T.T. T. Michael. It's part of a trilogy. And you can find out more at firewarbooks.com. That's firewarbooks.com. When we come back, I want to talk to you, Todd, about the, uh, the fact that you really, you're not an anti-Trump guy at all. And, and that, that you're actually a card-carrying member of a concealed carry association. Want to talk about where where these ideas came from and your your twisted little futuristic mind, and and also talk about how you're giving back to to other writers. So more with author T.T. Michael coming up on the Burke Allen Show. Stick around. Over 14 million people witnessed his emotional story of survival and triumph on national television. I've been doing this now for so long, like ever since I was a kid. Millions more voted him their favorite in a landslide win. The winner is... And now, you can be a part of the experience live. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. Ain't that a kick in the head? You're America's Got Talent winner. I've got you. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. Under my Live, live. Performing classics from the Great American Songbook and his Columbia Records debut CD, That's Life. That's Life. Landau Eugene Murphy Jr.'s That's Life Tour. The one concert event this year you absolutely can't miss. See Landau Eugene Murphy Jr. live in concert. Concert sales. More information, visit LandauMurphyJr.com. Thanks for listening to the Burke Allen Show on the Blog Talk Radio Network. Our number is 646-668-2634, 646-668-2634. Author T.T. Michael from the Fire War Trilogy is our guest today, and you can find out more about Fire War at firewarbooks.com, firewarbooks.com. Um, these are, are fiction novels, political thrillers, uh, dystopian books that uh, – that Todd started writing uh, well before President Trump uh, even announced his candidacy, much less was uh, was elected president of the United States. And one of the things that I found very interesting as I, I researched you in these books, uh, Todd, is that that you very publicly say that that look, I'm I am not an anti-Trump guy, um, you know, down the the board. I in fact. You're a card-carrying member of something called the National Concealed Carry Association. You're a Midwest white guy. You should be right there in, in uh, you know, Trump Nation riding that Trump train. But, but you are something of an independent. You, you like some things you see happening. There's a whole lot that you're a little nervous about. Tell me more. Well, uh, actually, about 10 years ago, I started talking, and I said, you know what, someday somebody's going to run for president that's going to say whatever's on his mind and not care about the ramifications. 
and he's going to get elected because the people want to hear the truth. And whether it's right or wrong truth, he's saying the truth from his perspective. And I said, somebody's going to win that presidency. And that's how this book actually started. I, I started writing the book about a year and a half ago to two years ago, but I actually thought about the book 10 years ago saying, you know, some guy's just going to stand up there and go, I don't care about you. I don't care about you. I care about this country. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm this person. And the only reason I'm doing this is because I care about this country. And I believe that Donald Trump, in his mind, thinks he's doing the right things for America. And he's saying the right things for America. And, that, and the American people, the majority of them anyway, are sitting back going, okay, maybe this guy isn't so bad. And then some of them are going, well, maybe this guy just completely fell off his rocker. But as an American, he's still my president. He was elected fairly. He's, he was elected according to the Electoral College. He's my president. So I back him 100%. What he says goes at this particular point, and that's what it is. He's your guy. He is the president, uh, and you want him to succeed, and you, you kind of hope that, uh, that it gets there and gets there in a much different way than, uh, than what happened in your books, in the, the Fire Wars books, where President Myers, uh, all is not as it seems. And, and you touched on this just a little bit, but I want to talk about it a little bit more as, as an author who's written all sorts of books, not just dystopian uh, you know, political thrillers. Where do the ideas tend to come from? Is it something you read? Is it something you, you catch in a movie or catch on a television show? Where, where is the spark for these things? The spark for my stories really are partially real life. As I said earlier, I'm a finance manager. I've been doing it for 25 years, car dealerships, and I've actually had come through my office, I'd say probably a half a dozen people that had stolen identities slash stolen social security cards from people, and we've actually gotten all those people arrested for that situation, and those people were illegal immigrants. And that's where my closed border idea came from. Uh, as far as the overall... Uh, America first thing, like I said, I, I do believe Americans are first. Sometimes I see the billions and billions of dollars we ship overseas to feed certain people, and then the billions of dollars could have been spent here feeding our homeless people, you know, or our people that need it, the kids that need it here, where our money is instead of shipping it overseas. Yes, I think it's, the, it's a very humane thing to do. I'm not saying that we shouldn't help other countries by any means, but at the same time, our country should be first because it is our money that we're putting in as far as taxes, and it is our situation. Now, again, in the Fire War books, I took that to an extreme and said, nope, I'm not sending any money out there at all. We're, you're on your own, and let's see how, how the world happens, which is kind of like what happened in World War II. America's like, I'm staying out of this. You're leaving me alone. You, I'll leave you alone type of thing. And then all of a sudden, they attack Pearl Harbor. Okay, we're in, and that's how it all came about there. And it's, just, it's partially fiction, but it's partially how I feel. Hey, look, in, in your book, in this Fire War book, you know, things uh, in the not-too-distant future are looking, uh, in the beginning, pretty darn good. You know, uh, unemployment, for, uh, for the most part, is completely eradicated. There is no more terrorism. The borders are closed. There are no walls. They're, they're closed off. Um, but there is something of a, a gradual cost of, of, you know, these little things like personal liberties and <laughs> democratic rights. So uh, it, it's, a, it's just a fascinating read, and it really is. A great uh, page turner, uh, just as a as an interesting book. You know, lots of people, Todd, say that they've got a book in them. You know, I you should write a book, or they're told you should write a book. But writing a book is not easy. What what for you is the hardest part of writing a book? 
the hardest part of writing the book for me is finding the time to do it. I work anywhere between 40 and 60 hours a week at my full-time job. I have a wife. I have four children. I have a house, and I still try to find time to write. I still try to find time for them. I try to find time for everything. It's kind of a good thing. I'm, uh, I don't go to sleep till really late because my wife falls asleep. As a matter of fact, my first book I wrote, I started writing on her honeymoon while she was asleep. So, <laughs> oh man, it was yeah, it was interesting. It was an interesting conversation to, to say the least when it actually came out. And it's just finding the time to do it. As far as the story goes, some of the hardest parts I find about having the story is because, like I said, I have an, a general idea when I sit down. I've even written. Uh, what have I, I have written the notes. I have written outlines. And by the time I'm done with the first chapter of every book I've ever written, those outlines and those notes are worthless because the story just grabs a hold of me and says, this is not what's, what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen. And then I'll write some more and, okay, that's not going to happen anymore. This is going to happen. It's, it's a continually, it's, it takes on a life of its own. It continually changes the story as one part plays out in my mind and I put it on paper, it plays out differently. All of a sudden, wow! I got to change that and make this work out differently. And I got I have one book that I wrote that I completely wrote the entire book. And then when I created the cover, I had to change the first chapter just because the cover I, I created was so good. I had to change it to make it match that cover. So <laughs> it, it, it's is the there, a, there an end point in all your books that that you know you begin with the end in mind and and it's all in how you get to the ending that you fill in and that's the fun part. Or sometimes does, it, does the actual ending of the book change in the writing process for you? The ending has changed every single time. Uh, the Firewar right? book was the Firewar book. The first one was actually supposed to only be one book, and then it turned into a second book, and that second book turned into a third book, and I finally at the third book, which is about the twice or the same size as the first two books put together, I finally said, you know what? It's going to be a trilogy. It's it. I'm done. It took a lot out of me to write the story, and then when it came through and it came out together, it was like, wow, I can't believe how I played this out. And it, when it played out, it played nothing like I had originally thought in my mind how it was going to end, not even a little bit. It's like a complete 100% turnaround. Well, it surprised the author. It can surprise you, too. If you haven't read them yet, check out these books. They're generating a ton of buzz because of the almost eerie similarities to what's happened in the first month of the Trump White House. The books are the Fire War Trilogy, and the website is firewarbooks.com. That's firewarbooks.com. T.T. Michael is the author, and uh, I've got to let you jump here in just a couple of minutes, but before I let you go, you did something that I thought was really, really cool, and I found it by digging around online. You have gone back to what I, I believe I have this story right. You've gone back to your local high school every year for the last couple of years, and you give a writing scholarship to a student there to, to help him attend college. Now, this is not something you would bring up on your own because uh, you don't strike me as that kind of guy, but I'm asking you about it. So you got to tell me about it a little bit. Tell me about uh, the, that writing scholarship that you've gone back and put in place. Well, I've always wanted to give something back to the school that I went to because it really did influence my whole entire life. I had one particular English teacher that to this day I can't stand, but at the same time she turned me into who I am. If uh, <laughs> she was just very mean to me, and <laughs> nothing I can say about that other than that. But if if she read my first outline or my first actual book that I wrote, she would have ripped it apart and she would have said it was no good. But that's okay, and that's what it is. But 
obviously she's not that teacher anymore because I'm way, way, way past that 18-year-old mark. And uh, <laughs> But I go back to the school because I want to give something back. And what I had the kids do is actually have them fill out an application, which is not, I don't pay much attention to, but they actually have to write me a story, any story. Don't care what it's about. Don't, I, don't, I don't give them a theme. I say write what you want to write. I don't care if it's a paragraph. I don't care if it's 10 pages or 100 pages. Write a story. And the best story wins every year. That's all that matters to me. And it's just it must be very to satisfying to to walk back into that school and and to to help a young person, young man or young woman on their their collegiate journey. It must be a, a very gratifying thing for you. It is, and not only that, I've actually had my first person I gave it to has actually emailed me, and I did an interview with her while she's at college writing for her school paper. So it was kind of cool doing that too. Uh, that's fantastic. What a, a great opportunity to give back. Uh, and it's just been a pleasure to talk with you today. The author is T.T. Michael. His book generating a, an awful lot of talk now. It's being lumped in with books like 1984 by George Orwell and Sinclair Lewis's It Can't Happen Here because, well, let's face it, it can and is happening here. Lots of amazing things every day, unprecedented, from the Trump White House. And these books that you wrote, uh, foreshadowed all that way before he was even announced as a candidate. Again, the book is Fire War, and there are three of them, a Fire War trilogy. The author is T.T. Michael. You can find him on Amazon.com and bookstores everywhere, and, uh, of course, online at firewarbooks.com. Uh, Todd, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Best of luck with the book series. Thank you very much, Burke, for having me on, on today, and uh, hopefully uh, we'll talk again. That would be great. T.T. Michael is the author. It's the Fire War Trilogy at firewarbooks.com. Go check him out. Thanks for listening. Now go out and make it a great day.